Welcome to the podcast of Medora Pentecostal Church. We are a growing community of believers committed to bringing hope and building lives. We pray today's message is a blessing to you. direct your attention in the beginning of this message to one verse of scripture to Matthew chapter 5 and verse number 1 Matthew chapter 5 and verse number 1 the Bible says speaking of Jesus seeing the multitudes he went up into a mountain and when he was set his disciples came unto him He went up into a mountain and his disciples came unto him. I want to talk to you today on this thought. Let's go up. Say that with me. Let's go up. Heavenly Father, we are so appreciative of your power. God, you do what we cannot do. Lord, we'll do what we can. Lord, we'll serve you and minister and work as we can. It is a privilege, Lord, and indeed an honor to be able to serve your people. Lord, I pray, God, for your help that you take, Lord, what you've pressed upon me to serve to this group, my gift, the best of my ability, in Jesus' mighty name. Let everybody say amen. Let's go You can be seated. When you begin to look at the scriptures, you will find that mountains hold a special place in the pages of God's word. Mountains stand prominent along the geographical terrain of Palestine because there are mountains there. They're everywhere, mountains. But they also have significance when it comes to God's encounter with man. Mountains, mountaintop experience we often talk about, is based upon Bible mountaintop experiences. Matter of fact, mountains are mentioned over 500 times in the Bible. Many times God chose to reveal himself in a mountainous place. It was on the mountains, the high peaks of Mount Ararat that the ark came to rest after the flood. But that's not just the only thing that happened there. God revealed himself in new covenant with Noah on the top of the mountain. It was on the top of Mount Moriah where Abraham was presenting his son Isaac before the Lord. But it is where, as we heard sung a while ago, Abraham heard that the Lord was Jehovah Jireh, my provider. On the top of the mountain. It was on the top of Mount Sinai that God revealed to Moses. God revealed to him his character. And God revealed his law to Moses. On the top of Mount Sinai. It was at the top of Mount Carmel that Elijah prayed and fire fell down from heaven. In the Super Bowl of gods we could say. The super battle between Jehovah and Baal. With Baal was God, the fire would fall. If Jehovah was God, the fire would fall. And we know who answered there. What a revelation. What a revelation. You know how anybody could leave that mountain that day and do anything but repent and live for the Lord? I don't, I, I don't see any other way. 
Yet today, people see miracles, signs, and wonders, and blessings, and still walk away from God. We find that it was on Mount Horeb where God met Elijah in a still, small voice and spoke to him. The city of David, Jerusalem, was built on Mount Zion. Amen. And Jerusalem is a perfect depiction of church. So the church has been called Mount Zion. The psalmist said, I look to the mountains or to the hills from which cometh my help. I look up to the mountains. I look up to the mountains. The psalmist declared also, who will ascend into the hill of the Lord? The Lord resides in a depiction and a typology of mountains. Isaiah wrote in 52 and 7, how beautiful Upon the mountains are the feet of him that bringeth good tidings. There's blessings at the top of the mountain. There's published peace at the top of the mountain. There is good tidings of good news and, and, and salvation on the top of a mountain. Amen. We find that there's such a beautiful, beautiful scenes. <clears throat> we go to the story before us in Matthew chapter 5, and we find that Jesus has been introduced by John the Baptist as the Lamb of God. The, va- the Father's voice speaks from heaven and announces and pronounces, This is my beloved Son in whom I'm well pleased. And as Jesus was baptized and the revelation of who he was come to pass, and from there Jesus moved into the wilderness uh, to fast and pray for 40 days and 40 nights uh, and then to be tempted and tested by Satan only to beat the devil at his own game because the devil uses a word game. And so the Lord answered that word game with a word game. From there, after beating the devil, he chooses disciples and jumps into the work of the kingdom. Time-wise, there's a little discrepancy to understand how long of a period that we come to Matthew chapter 5 because it is found in other writings and other gospels at different times. But evidently, Jesus had been in ministry for some time doing the work of the kingdom because Matthew chapter 4 and verse 23 says, And Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing all manner of sickness and all manner of disease among the people and his fame. Everybody say his fame. He was famous throughout all of Syria and they brought unto him all sick people that were taken with divers diseases and torments and those which were possessed with devils and those which were lunatics. I mean, how would you like to be Jesus because all they bring you is the sick and the possessed and the lunatic and the crazy and the and the hurting and the broken and the, oh man, Lord, help us. I'm glad. I am so glad. I love the scripture. I quote it quite frequently with my wife and that is where John the Baptist said, I'm not the Christ. Somebody say, I'm not the Christ. (laughs) Thank you, Lord. And so the the popularity of Jesus and everybody was flocking to him. Everybody was going after him. The Bible speaks about great multitudes of people from Galilee and from Decapolis and from Jerusalem and from Judea and from beyond the Jordan, everywhere. Jesus was famous and, and, and the multitudes were following him. And the Bible said, and when he saw the multitudes, Jesus went up into a mountain. And when he was set, his disciples came unto him. 
Now, other writings like Mark and Luke depict the same story from a different perspective. Mark 3 writes about the same time when he says in 3 and 13, And he goeth up into a mountain and calleth unto him whom he would, and they came unto him. They said, I'm, he, in other words, Jesus is saying, I'm going into the mountain. Would you like to come with me? Come and go with me. In Luke's perspective, in Luke chapter 6 and verse number 12, it says, And it comes to pass in those days that he went out into a mountain to pray and continued all night in prayer to God and when it was day he called unto his disciples of them he chose twelve whom also he named apostles and so we have the popularity we have the crowd we have the miracles we have the fame we have all of this going on and Jesus looks at his disciples and says I'm going to the mountain do you want to go with me I'm going to the mountain do you want to go with me amen he's saying I want you to come up higher you're experiencing miracles you're seeing the lame walk you're watching the blind eyes open you're seeing the the dumb begin to speak you be you're beginning to see the lame that is moving by the miracle of God lunatics being cured devils being cast out he said but I'm going to the mountain do you want to go with me I want to tell you, there's got to be a come up hither calling upon our life. I want to I just be very, very clear with you. I know you know these things. I know you know what I, but life isn't easy. I want to tell you, life isn't easy. Trials and tests come. If you think that life is easy because you like easy, I like easy, I like safe, I like smooth. I want to be able to stay in the valley where miracles and signs and wonders are being performed and, and, and people are, are being blessed. And I want to see all that. And I, but the Lord said, if you want to know me, who I am, you need to come up with me to the mountain. I'm going to show you something on the mountain I can't show you here in the multitude. Because if you're going to get closer to God, it's going to require separating yourself from just those that are grabbing and reaching and wanting just for themselves. Do you want to see Jesus in a greater way? Do you want to see Jesus in, in a more revelatory fashion? Then you got to be willing to say, I'll go with you on this journey. I come to tell you, no one slides into revival. No one wakes up one day and says, Woo, what a move of God I fell into. No one wakes up one day and says, Man, I'm a success. No one wakes up one day and dawns on them, Well, I guess I am a soul winner. Amen. Look at all the people I prayed through. But it's by design, it is by call, it is by intention, it is by simply saying, Jesus said, go to the mountain. You see, you begin to separate yourself from all those that don't want to sacrifice. If you're going to be a mountain climber, you have to be willing to sacrifice. you got to be willing to give in. You have to be willing to say, I'm going to be able, I, I, I'm going to say, I know that, 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 that it's hard. I know the path may be steep. I know the terrain may be rough, but I want to tell you anything works worth having is worth working at, especially when it comes to the Lord. Amen. If you want a powerful walk with God, you have to work at it. You got to make an intention. One reason I had Brother Jay testify to you today is because he didn't get to the point where he is right now until he made a decision. I hear the call. Come up higher. I hear the call. Come on, raise your level. Raise your intent. Raise your discipleship. Raise your focus. 
Too often we're so drunk on the miraculous with the multitude that we don't see Jesus as he wants to betray himself to us in the mountain. James wrote, draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to you. You got to go to where he is. Hallelujah. Do you hear the call in 2019? Come up higher. Do you hear the call of the Holy Ghost saying, come on? I know there's a pool that says to the flesh, I want to keep, I want to be, I want to hang out and be a valley dweller. I want to hang out with the, you know, with the miracle people. I want to be where the fame is. You know, I, if I'm down there, then my Instagram account's got all the likes. If I'm in the fame, then I've got all my friends and followers on Facebook that like me because look at the miracle I'm having. I want to tell you, when you start searching for Jesus, he'll take you to a place you can't find on Facebook you can't find in social media you're going to find it in prayer you're going to find it in the moment alone with God let's go up let's go up I come to ask you this morning are you satisfied where you are are you satisfied with where you are I'm talking about being satisfied with miracle signs and wonders and fame. I'm talking about being satisfied with mighty moves of God where the earth is shaking, the the ground's quaking, and woo, we're having a time. Amen. That's what they were satisfied with. Jesus said, I'm calling you disciples beyond. I want to show you something beyond the blind-eyed open. I, I want to show you something beyond where you are. Are you satisfied where you are? Are you satisfied with the testimony you had last year and what God brought you through last year? Are you willing to say, I hear the call that says... I'm going to the mountain. Amen. Will you come with me? Let's go up. Let's take the intentional route to Jesus. Can I really say, I've arrived. Miracles. Wow. But am I just going to be a miracle seeker and a please bless me Jesus seeker? Or am I going to go to where he calls? I've got to heed the call of the master. Come up higher. It's been that way from Genesis till today. Exodus 24 and 1. The Bible said, the Lord said to Moses, Come up unto the Lord. Come up unto the Lord. Thou and Aaron and Nadab and Abihu. Not everybody can come, but you come. Not everybody's going to want to come, but you come. Not everybody's got a desire, but you come. Disciples, the multitude's not going to follow this path of treacherous terrain. The disciples, I want to tell you, the multitude's not going to come up here because they're not getting a hand out here. It's, it's, there's rocks and crevices and there's a, there, there, you've got to deal with climate change because when you climb a mountain the the temperature here is going to be different than the temperature there the air is going to get thinner as you go up there's going to be issues you got to deal with amen you can't pack everything on the way up the mountain you got to be intentional about what you carry you can't just carry everything with you if you're going to follow the lord you got to be willing to pack appropriately it's an upward call Come unto the Lord. The Lord spoke to Moses. In Exodus 24 and 12, he continues, Come up to me into the mount and be there. Somebody say, be there. Come up and be there. Do you know it was days and days before he ever heard from the Lord on the mountain. He just had to be there. 
There's a lot of folks, they want to be down in the valley where everybody's shouting and hooping and hollering and there's miracle signs and wonders. But the Lord said to Moses, if you'll come up to the mountain and just hang around here for a little while, I've got a purpose for you. I've got a plan for you. I've got something, but you got to hang around where nobody else will hang around. you got to pray like nobody else. you got to seek me like nobody else. You've got to have faith like nobody else. When you feel all alone and you want to give up, just hang on. Hang on. Be there. Just be there. You come to church and everybody else is shouting and hollering and, and running the aisles and you can't feel a thing. Hey, just hang there. Just be there. Just be there for a little bit. Just stay in that intention. I'm seeking you, Lord. I am going up. But it is in the mountain that he saw the finger of God write the law of God. It is in the mountain that he come to understand the character of God. In Revelation 4, you find that in the New Testament, John said, after I looked and behold, a door was opened in heaven. And the first voice which I heard was as it were of a trumpet talking with me. What did the voice say? Come up hither. Come up hither. Come up higher. Take a step up. Amen. But I want to tell you what. Not everybody can be a climber. Somebody say amen. Here's what I know about rock climbers and mountain climbers. They tend to be weird. Anybody know any rock climbers, mountain climbers? Yeah, I got a few. Those are the people that set out and say, nobody's ever walked this trail before, but here I go. Somebody asked one time, said, why do you climb Mount Everest? Why do you climb these mountains? And they said, because it's there. I want to go get in the recliner because it's. I want to eat some food that I'm smelling cooking in the back because it's. But a climber has a mentality that says, nobody's plowed this trail, nobody's walked on this trail, nobody's climbed this mountain, nobody's made this way into that, that situation with the Lord, but I'm going to do it because he's there. And if he's there, that's where I want to go. Because he's there. Climbing requires facing and overcoming one's fears you got to overcome your fear well i just don't know i've had people all my ministry from every church that we've ever pastored come up to me and say i want to be closer to the lord how do i do that it took me to this year to be able to tell you no you got to be a climber you got to step out of the comfort zone. You got to look at your fear dead in the face and say, I know climbing the mountain is not for the faint at heart. Climbing mountains is not a hobby you pick up if you are a butterfly, snowflake, bubble wrap. And you don't want anybody ever get anything, don't want to ever be offended, don't want to ever be hurt, don't want to scrape on your finger, don't want to prick on your finger from any kind of rock or never be upset. Amen. I want to tell you, climbing may not be for you. Go ahead and stay with the miracle people and the, and the, and the valley dwellers. But those that want to get close to the Lord and see him like they've never seen him before, come to realize him like he never did before, you say, you know what? I'll take a prick on my finger. I'll take a cut. I'll... 
Did you hear about the one climber who got his arm caught between two rocks? Amen. And he had a choice, die here or cut his arm off and live. I want to tell you, I have a hard time cutting the edges off of my bread, much less cutting off some arm piece. Amen. But if you're a climber, you'll say, if I'm going to survive 2019 and if I'm going to be victorious in 2019, then I've got to be willing to climb. I'd be willing to be cut. I'll be willing to go through something in my family. I'll go through it in my finances just as long as I get to Jesus. I want to remind you as you start this year, climbing the mountain is not a sprinter's race. It takes pace. It takes determination. Amen. Expert mountaineers will tell you that staying the course steady is the way to get to the top. Climbers take time when they get to a certain point to celebrate. I've arrived. I've made it. But I want to tell you when it comes to climbing, it's not just about getting to the peak, getting to that point, whatever that point may be, that revelation or that encounter, that's not just the incredible thing. What is the incredible thing is, as we heard Brother Jay talk about, it's the journey. It's the journey. It's that this happens and God's still God. That happens and God's still God. I climb and God is still God. Climbers have to be very careful to only pack what is necessary for the climb. How many of you have ever traveled with Bishop Walls across the seas, other countries? These hands. Bishop Walls is a miracle packer. He can put more in a suitcase and live off one suitcase and a briefcase with his, his Bible or computer or whatever that than anybody I've ever seen in my life. I've watched preachers and known of preachers that travel with him that will carry two or three suitcases, a backpack, a carry-on bag, and a briefcase. Here comes Bishop with a suitcase and a briefcase, and that's all he's got. Same amount trip, the same place, the same identical location, amen. But what he's learned after all the years that he's traveled is I only need what I need. The Bible says in the book of Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 1, Wherefore, seeing we are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin that so easily beset us. When you come to realize there are some things that I'm headed up this mountain that I can lay aside that I don't have to have to get to Jesus. I don't have to listen to that music. Y'all didn't see that coming, did you? I don't have to watch that. I don't have time for that. I don't have to. It's not necessarily, I'm not talking about heaven and hell. I'm talking about mountain climbers don't carry five suitcases on their shoulders. Just what I need. Just what I need. If you're going to get close to Jesus, pack light. Pack light. We know that there's hardships in the hike. We know that there's dangerous terrain. We know that we'll face rocks and snow and do you realize that there are some of the beautiful, fantastic mountains in Hawaii? 
high mountains. And when you get to the top, there's snow. But when you're in the bottom, it's tropical sunny. Things will change when you start seeking the Lord. When you begin to follow after him, you'll find different levels. You know, all of a sudden, oh, wow, look at this weather changing in my world. It's not a pristine path, but it is a path into his presence. Things will change. Weather changes. Air gets thinner. Sometimes when you start believing and walking by faith, you begin to, breathing gets harder. How many of you have ever been in a place where you're in the mountain with the Lord and you're all by yourself and it's just you and the Lord and all of a sudden it's, Lord, you, you ask me to come. Now you want me to do what? But don't take your focus on the goal. Because the blessing is found in going up. The mountaintop experience is not something that happens by accident. It happens by purpose, by intention, and that says, I'm going up. Amen. You want to grow in 2019? Increase your prayer life. You want to grow in 2019? Increase your Bible study. You want to grow? Say, Lord, I'm going to improve myself. I'm going to improve my giving. I'm going to, did we not just hear how God makes a way? Amen. The path isn't all, it's not always easy, but it's worth it. In Matthew chapter 5, we read the story about the multitudes. When Jesus saw the multitudes, he went into a mountain. I may be wrong, but what I study of Jesus is he was not really all that enamored with crowds. Look at it. He was always leaving crowds. Where are my introverts right now? Where are my introverts? Do I hear an amen from y'all? But he left the multitude and he went on and his disciples came to him. How many know that the Lord wants to be with you? He wants to communicate with you. God of glory wants to communicate to you. He wants to. Does that blow your mind? That blows mine. But not if I don't go to the mountain with him. Here's what happens, though, to the disciples that was willing to climb. Is that Jesus come and he sit down and he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. They heard this on the mountain. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Those that were in the valley didn't hear this but the ones on the mountain heard it. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness sake for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when men shall revile you and persecute you and say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad for great is your reward in heaven for so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. I want to tell you in my life I have witnessed and seen miracle after miracle 
miracle. I have been blessed and it has blessed my faith from watching my dead brother come to life. I saw it with my own eyes. I have seen things happen in my own world, in my own family, how the miracle working power of God is, has blessed and that has touched me. But many times that is not what has kept me. What has kept me is I'll never leave you or forsake you. What has kept me is the word that I learned on my mountain with Jesus. Stand with me, please. The greatest sermon known as the Sermon on the Mount was preached to a bunch of people that decided, let's go up. Let's go up. You want to get closer to the Lord and hear the Lord in this hour? You have to be willing to say, I'm going to plan my trip. I'm going to pack light. But I'm going to find him in the mountain. I'm going to find him in the discipline of the mountain journey. I don't think you heard what I said. A lot of times we're looking for the destination and the Lord has said, but I really what I'm teaching you is that in the discipline of the journey, you're going to find your answer. It's in the mundane every day getting up and saying, good morning, Lord. It's not always in the evangelist preaching on the platform and we're ripping and snorting, running the aisles. Sometimes it's just in the daily routine. I'm climbing today. I'm going to be better today. I'm going to improve today. I want to be like Jesus today. Hallelujah. I watch those crazy guys that climb rocks, sheer cliffs, and they look like sloths moving. So intentional about every step. I, I, I want to run. You know, I, I'm going to go to the mountain, but give me an elevator. Somebody say amen. Ever been to Carlsbad Caverns? The way you get out of Carlsbad Cavern is some kind of crazy fast elevator that goes shoom, right up like that and takes you out. The way you get out of Mammoth Cave is you've got to walk up these spiral staircases. Anybody ever been there? Which would you rather do? I'd rather take the elevator. But that's not the way it is spiritually. Spiritually, sometimes it's just one hold at another time. It said, I'm going to... I'm talking to somebody right now in the Holy Ghost. I hope you're hearing what I'm saying. I'm saying don't give up in the process because it's the process that leads us to his presence. Let's lift our voices right now. Come on and just lift your voice into the Lord in this place. Let's go up. Let's be intentional. Let's grow. Let's get closer to the Lord. Hallelujah. I realize it's not the popular route. I realize it's not the, the, the safe route. I realize that it's not the hospitable route. It's not the comfortable route. But Lord, let us go to you. Lord, let us find that place in your presence. God, to be with you that every day, every day, we take one more step. Because I want to hear you say the words that I know you have ready for me. Praise the Lord. Is there anybody that just feels like they'd like to go up? Why don't you step out, make a commitment, come to the front and stand. You're just simply hearing the call, amen, from the Lord today. Come up higher. Come up higher. Come on. One more step. One more step. May not make a leap at one time, but just one step at a time. One hand hold at a time. One foot 
hold at a time. I'm climbing up. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, here I go. Here I go. If you haven't had a plan for this year, amen, to, to create a path for yourself, why don't you get one? Why don't you get one? Why don't you say, I'm going to read my Bible every day. I, I'll, get a, I'll, I'll get a chart and I'll listen to it on my app. I'll, I'll do whatever I can. I, I, I'm going to listen to the Word of God. I am going to be intentional because I know the journey is worth it. It's worth it. It's worth it. It's worth it. Yes, Lord, I'm climbing up higher. I'm taking the next hold. I'm taking the next step. I'm doing the next thing. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for joining us today. We pray you have been encouraged. If you would like more information about Medora Pentecostal Church, you can check out our website at www.medorachurch.com. Thank